to peer into the future. A schism in time, or just a Skype call with a resident of a former British penal colony. We dial in Ozzy Osbrod to get a glimpse of tomorrow on this episode of the Channeran Podcast. I gotta, pull it, I gotta pull it up. Did you do the transition? I did. Okay. Come on. Okay. Count me in. One, two. Oh, oh, I thought you said, you said one line. Oh, I thought you wanted to do the board. One line. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chanaran. <laughs> yeah, everyone's asleep out there. Welcome to the Chanaran podcast. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mister Andy Fuko. That's me. And I would like to inform you all that today will be an explicit show. So you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. Come back. Cunty whores. <laughs> Bitch ass cunt dicks. You have floppy ball sack. You had your wounds. Magma. <laughs> Uh, hey how you doing mr fuska hey man i'm doing great it's happy i'm happy to be here it's friday night and i'm very excited did you know that our listeners can review the show on itunes podbean stitcher etc and if they send us a screenshot of that review we will send them a sticker in four to five months (laughs) anywhere between three days or six months we will send you a sticker that's that's the glory of the show it's like winning the lottery when it finally shows up. yeah you never know when it's gonna pay (laughs) and the government takes half immediately <laughs> um you can also send us emails and voicemails to be played on air you can like us on facebook instagram twitter or if you're australian snapchat you know i recently uh logged into snapchat on mm-hmm. my new phone for the first time in forever mm-hmm. for the first time in forever uh and i probably had about two and a half hours of content from honey boo boo that I had to get through just to clear that notification. Is, there's no way to clear, right? You gotta just yeah. click on it. All. Dude, I just I just hit watch and went to bed. <laughs> and that pretty much sorted it out. Um, yeah. You can check out the Chanarant store at Chanarant.com. You can get the new Get Paradiddled shirt. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, by the time this episode comes out, because we're in a bit of a time warp, because we have a Stuart Little episode coming out next week, I think, and then this coming out while we're on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I think by the time this comes out, the Andy Fuko beard neck gator is actually going to be in the store. Oh, I can't wait for this one. So it's going to be a neck gator like this <laughs> with, with Andy's beard on it. And you, could, you too can have an Andy Fuko beard. That is fantastic. That's yeah, going to be fun. Um, you can support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash channerant. And we're now offering annual membership for 10% off. So you pay all the way up front if you want to support the show. Last but not least, please invite and share with your friends. Ozzy, has anything been <laughs> pissing you off? Yeah, look, um, boys, you know what really fucks my accordion on Stuart Little's new OnlyFans? <laughs> uh, There's a lot to unpack there. Hold but, on. <laughs> uh, what's that, Ozzy? <laughs> 
when you boys finally learn the greatest legend to ever wrestle a Scottish octopus and then this sorry Australian sucker has to try to follow the best goddamn episode you ever produced. <laughs> but keep on keep in mind, while we while we had the greatest Scottish person ever last week, we have the best Australian person this week. That's oh, right. take that, honey, Bevan. Fuck yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Murray. <laughs> yeah, no, the legend Murray Blair. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so how you how been, you? Oz? I haven't seen you in a while. I've been good, yeah. Things have slowly gone back to normal here, so where, yeah. What's that like? <laughs> well, we had our first, um, we had our first actual band gathering last weekend, which was amazing. I was walking into the um the park as everyone was sort of tuning up, and it was just like, oh my god, euphoric! Like my soul was stirred. I did not realize how much I'd missed it, but it was incredible. So I often wonder what it would be it like to uh, not live in a third world country and to be able to leave my house again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you just gotta. All you gotta do is get a needle's worth of uh, Trump blood into injected into you. All and I gotta you will have the the, the healing. <laughs> Based on based on headlines, all I think all I have to do is wait for a bit, and the problem's kind of going to sort itself out. Yeah, just be patient and <laughs> yeah. wait. Just wait for all these old fucks to bite it. Uh, it's like, man, masks are undemocratic. Let's all get together and cough in each other's faces. I'm like, all right, you guys do that. I'm just going to kind of watch from the sidelines with my hand in a giant tub of fucking cashews, like Winnie the Pooh, and just like, <laughs> just just watch y'all uh, off each other unintentionally. That's going to be great. Right. Yeah. It's it's, I think, I think we're coming. I think we're coming through. I th- we're starting to see the light. Are you starting to see the light? I'm very excited for uh, everyone over sixty in the GOP to get coronavirus and probably pass away. That's going to be super helpful. To be fair, the other side is also don't get me wrong. Over sixty, I still think I still think we're going to end up replacing all these dead people with like people who hold the exact same beliefs but are like thirty years younger. But I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take someone who doesn't I'll take someone who knows how to not hit reply all on an email any day <laughs> even if they're morally bankrupt at least they're you know hopefully efficient and then replies to that email saying please stop replying all to emails 17 times <laughs> so Ozzy you mentioned this we did have the legend Stuart Little on last week and I want to say you just thank you thank you Stuart for coming on our show Yes. Actually, no, that was really good banter. We had a good time with him. Many people are saying it was our best episode ever. So if you were on an episode of the Chan Rant podcast before that, get fucked, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was worthless. <laughs> it was a waste of your time. Yeah, nobody tell nobody tell the dominatrix that's going to be holding my goddamn shock collar <laughs> button. That her episode wasn't was the, not best the best episode. Yeah, no, she all she needs to know is that hers was always the best. I don't want to. On the bright side, there can only be so much battery in that thing, right? Like, Oh, I... I wouldn't underestimate her ability to bring. She's gonna. Batteries. She's gonna walk in. She's gonna walk in with this tiny little remote, and two wires go out and hook up to a car battery. <laughs> like, she's gonna have a generator on hand just in case. Yeah, dude, you're fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. You're the one that's gonna have to lead the show that night, so you're gonna have to be ready. Oh, for it'll that. be fine. I'm gonna be fine. too busy uh, trying not to bite my tongue off. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. You might want to get those like just a little, just a little mouth guard. Yeah, just get, like a stick and just like. <laughs> just yeah exactly like cut the, it cut it <laughs> like they used to do in the 1800s when they cut your leg off <laughs> but yeah thank you sir for coming on we had a blast um so yeah, that episode will be coming out 
soon because we are, we are we have staggered for a break so that'll be coming out and then um we have a extra special second part of that that we did after we ended the official live stream we we'll did? probably yeah well yeah you don't remember <laughs> but uh and it was pretty good so we'll probably release that to patrons first and then eventually the general public later on so if you want to hear it quicker uh you know pay five bucks asshole <laughs> exactly what the fuck i was thinking about this on the on the way in though like we we did a little bit of our like Ozzy knows this. We have like a bit of a pre-show where we do sound check. We kind of make sure everything works. Uh, it never be fails anyway. We fix it <laughs> at the last minute. But during that whole time, we're usually like pounding bevs and uh, just slamming fucking heavy metal. And I thought about this. We may not be the world's best, but we're definitely not the world's worst bagpiping podcast anymore. Would I Who, would take this? I would take this. I think we might be the world's most metal bagpiping podcast. Hmm. Because we're pretty fucking metal, dude. How do you just... What's the qualifications for being most metal? Um, well, nobody else is remotely metal, so that gives us a big <laughs> leg up. <laughs> this is true. That's a good point. Big uh, leg up on us. All right. What else? Um, we, pretended to, we pretended to do cocaine on air with Stuart, and nobody even noticed. <laughs> nobody even fucking noticed. <laughs> we had this whole bit. <laughs> had this whole thing planned. We had the whole bit of, like, pretending to do cocaine right before the show, and we thought, like, oh, that'll, like, like will Stuart say anything just trying to fuck with him? And nobody even caught it. Not a soul. I even had to go to... <laughs> I, I had to ask Ozzy Brad, hey, did you see the bit we did at the beginning of the show? Because I just wanted to see if one person noticed, somebody who was particularly keen. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, just... Just go watch the front again and see if you notice anything. She's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, you can see us do yeah, fake cocaine. Yeah, we literally like had the, the fucking mirror and like everything. <laughs> Nobody saw us do fake cocaine. The whole point was we were trying to like try to like just unnerve un- him. just unnerve him yeah, a little bit, just a little. <laughs> nobody, and, and nobody even nobody even saw because we were in this uh, porn fucking dungeon studio. And that was during the day, mind you. It was a lot less dark uh, during that, but yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. I was amped, man. That was so. I Fusco was asking me this question for all of you who are out there in the in the uh, pipe band podcast universe, wanting to know how can you do a fake cocaine bit. One, don't. Two, um, <laughs> I had to, I did research. The way the way that we actually would do this back in the production days is you do vitamin B powder, so you get like a B six compound or something. It's a powder, right? And then you can snort it. It's not going to hurt you. People used to say like sugar and flour and shit. Like, like no, that no, that would hurt. <laughs> that will fuck you up. That is not gonna not fuck you up. Like make you altered. It's gonna fuck you up. Like hurt you yeah. <laughs> in a bad way. Yeah, we actually used B six powder. I, I did some uh, research on the internet. Yeah. They said that's what they use, so I bought some. And uh, yeah, they they said I read something too that you know Jonah Hill in the movie uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Right? He did so much fake cocaine, and apparently I haven't seen the movie. Well, if you do too it. much, it'll still make you sick. Yeah, because it's just a bunch of shit in your lungs. He's like, oh, I totally fucked him up in his lungs because he had to do so much fake cocaine in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the trick, the, trick we would do in, the trick we would do in bets is you shovel. So you would, like, cut the line, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd get the straw or whatever you're, like, the dollar bill or whatever you're using. And you're actually going lower than you normally would. And you would scoop most of it up as you went and, like, make the noise. Right. So you're not actually, like, really breathing it in. You're just, like, scooping it into the fucking tube. Right. Another trick I read about, which is interesting for those who want to do fake cocaine bits in the future. I, I like how this is this, the whole front of this podcast <laughs> is about fake cocaine bits because nobody noticed our fake cocaine right, bit. Right, right. But one thing you do, or that the movie people will do, is they'll put like Vaseline or something on the inside of the straw or whatever and it'll you're stick. using, and yep. it'll stick as it's coming through. Yeah, so, so you can suck it through, but it'll just stick inside. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that's a classic. Yeah. So, anyway. Movie magic. Movie <laughs> magic. 
Nobody noticed. Like, you guys remember weird. the bit where we put Stuart and Doogie under the bus, the, uh, bus and I walk back and close the door? That was just the same shot as earlier, but in reverse. Movie right. magic. <laughs> oh, and by the way, that, that, that part in that video when Josh shoots them both? That was real. That was... It, oh, shit. I wasn't going to give that away. That was, I thought that was movie magic, guys. I just, I just <laughs> shut them inside and shot my gun twice into the ground. Yeah, in the middle of Scotland. Nobody even noticed. Nobody even noticed. That's how loud the tenor drums are. <laughs> it was Glasgow, after all. It's, it's a very scary part of town. So we have a lot to get through. Um, we do, yeah. So we've got some. We've got a lot of shameless promotion. We've got one pretty decent email that I think we should get into while we have Ozzy because she's the smartest person in our fan base. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Sorry, everybody else. I thinking I should transition to Ozzy's picture. I forgot to do that part because she's now talking. Oh, oh. So, so, so you had one job. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. <laughs> hey, everyone. Ozzy's also here in the interview screen, as usual. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> so I'm going to get right into this. We got this email, and we didn't we didn't do it. Uh, we got it right before the Stewart episode, but we, you know, Stewart episode was all about Stewart, because he's a fucking diva. I mean, you guys don't even want to see his writer. <laughs> oh, my God. We had to send him 100 brown M&Ms and a, pix- and a champagne glass, like all this shit. No, <laughs> he, was actually, he was actually really amenable. <laughs> He, he sat and, there uncomfortable the, for a while, but he got he got into it. And he was the first <laughs> Scottish person I've ever met that knows how to work a computer, so that was great. Which is remarkable, because he's not known for technology at all. We got an email from Stuart, the guy who traditionally never sends emails. Not for the show, but like he replied to something we'd sent him. Stuart, Stuart. Stuart? Yeah, Stuart. Oh, what did he say? Well, he's talking about the shirt that we're sending him. Oh, okay. But I'm like, I'm like I thought you don't do email, bro. <laughs> he does, just... He, so, uh... An ep- a couple episodes ago, we did guilt, uh, Guilty by Association 2, where we lambasted, but I think also kind of gave a few positive points to different associations in response to the state of the season or lack thereof. So we got this anonymous email in, um, and it's a long one. I'm going to let everybody know. Ozzy, you're going to probably want to take notes on this. Fusco. You're probably going to just look at porn on silent while I'm reading this. So here we go. Flirting with chicks. Here we go. Hey, dudes. (laughs) Just finished listening to Guilty by Association 2. Here's a story and some thoughts on stuff. Uh, In parentheses, if any of this gets on air, here's the anonymous portion. I don't care if people know who I am, but I'll protect the innocent in my comments below. By the way, if you guys want to send us stuff, just let us know what the anonymous parts. A few years ago, I was branch... I, won, I was on a branch presidency with a piping drumming association. Let's say I was Grand High Lizard of the Warm Rock Branch of the North Star Pipe Band Association. I wasn't voted in, mind you. The person who'd previously been the Grand High Lizard quit and left the rest of the board hanging. So they needed a volunteer and literally no one else in the entire Warm Rock Branch was willing to do it. So I did it. When I got in, in spite of not seeking the opportunity... I was excited to do cool things, set up some cool competition stuff like maybe quartets, kitchen piping, etc., and maybe bring in some judges who could who could do especially interesting clinics, maybe on writing tunes, how to make reads, etc. There were three people on that board. One was a similarly young and enthusiastic person with cool ideas. One was a sweet and almost saintly person who was always so happy to help and recognize their limitations and asked for help when it was needed. But the other. The other lived off the power trip they got from shutting things down. Every new idea was rejected for not being traditional. Anything even remotely funny or jovial was dead on arrival. 
exciting judges like, oh, let's say Flaren Shraw of the Flippid Stinkers <laughs> could, not, could not be invited in to judge and teach because they didn't portray an image, and this is in quotes, portray an image of pride and decorum befitting the noble art of bagpipe music. What? Or some ridiculous madness. Now, I think Flaren Shaw has a lot of accolades under his or her belt. Um, that's me. The that's played that's the gold medal for fan. fuck's sake. So, back to the email. I could tell a lot of stories. I'll spare you. Just imagine, though. Hey, I know we could have this cool event. Quotes. No, that's not the way they did it 100 years ago in Scotland. End quote. Quote. Hey, how about if instead of potatoes for the dinner, we have pizza? End quote. Quote. We always have potatoes. Hey, I was thinking maybe we use social media more often and maybe even make some of the posts slightly lighthearted and comical. Quote. How dare you besmirch the sacred plaid god of bagpipes, you heathen? Etc. 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 The good news is, as a result of working with this crazy person on the board, I started meditating as a matter of survival. <laughs> <laughs> and have continued the practice to this day. I find it very beneficial. The bad news, though, the young and excited board member who had been there soon quit. They couldn't take it. Every one of their ideas, good or bad, was shut down over and over and over again. So here are some thoughts. And also, I will comment, interject here with a comment, because we talked about this. Is this somebody local? No. Oh. I don't think so. Um, I've got stories that sound well, so we talked funny. about this briefly when we talked about other organizations that, like, New Blood went in and just got shut down, and they just quit. Exactly. And then I recruited them for the Celtic Society. Correct. <laughs> win for me, baby. Win for me. Your loss is our win. Can you deal me in as well, my, my friend? Uh, yes, sir. So here are some thoughts. One. I was only on that board because no one else was willing. Red flag right there. If no one is willing to be on the board, it's a bad board. Something's wrong, yeah. Ozzy will probably be able to give us some stories on that. While I was on the board, <laughs> not like with her volunteer groups, but like professionally. While I was on oh, the yeah. board, two positions came up for re-election. The people who'd previously held them didn't want them. And we managed to convince new people to take the positions, but it was all guilt slash duty. The voting was a silly formality because there was no, there was not one name on the ba- or there was one name on the ballot for each position. This year, I volunteered to take a position on a board again. Once again, I was the only person willing to do it. And the other position was up. Zero people put their names on the ballot. We still have no one to fill that position. You've you've experienced this, yes, just recently. <laughs> all of this simply to say, guys, you two and every single other person who cares at all, let's get on the boards. Come on. If Jeff Mann had been running against anyone else for the Wisp of a presidency, that'd be one thing. But the truth is, he's just a really nice guy. He's been willing to take that volunteer position multiple times when no one else would do it. I would agree with this point. He's a very nice human. So come on. Let's fill positions on every branch and association board with hashtag Sixers. That's the wrong hashtag. And then people are going to think it's the sports sixers? team. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck, dude? With hashtag one of the six, but no. <laughs> get uh, get F- your shit straight, you yeah, cunt. Fucking wrong hashtag. Who is this guy? I want to write him a personal email. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how you hashtag, <laughs> caller. Uh, two, if the pattern I observe holds true for other associations, there's an issue that there may be a young, enthusiastic, excited person who gets onto a board every once in a while, but they sit there surrounded by the creaky joints and musty cobwebs of the past. <laughs> They're entirely alone, they get burnt out, and they leave. Six years later, another one goes through the same process. What we need is for three to four members of the same board at the same time to be united in this vision of making things better. Otherwise, it's always going to stay the same. 
Mobilize your army of semi-intelligent, bag-squeezing, drum-beating apes and take over the whole system. <laughs> All at once. Because if an, enthusiastic, if an enthusiastic but lonely soldier runs into the fray, he's got no chance. If there's a groundswell, though, a whole cloud of such soldiers running up against the impregnable walls of bureaucracy, they stand a chance together. And three. It's a long email, guys. Yeah. That's why we didn't do it in a stew episode. <laughs> Three, it's a simple fact that people with time on their hands and who have spent enough years competing that they want to give back or figure it's their turn to volunteer to run associations and boards within associations are going to be, by and large, retired old folks. In many cases, they don't even know where to start. For a lot of them, R2 Sports is high tech. (laughs) Shots fired. Is this J.D. Ingram? No, it's not. So uh, so rather than <laughs> waiting for them to come asking <laughs> for help, I think folks like you, and I'll include myself, I'm going to change the world with you, need to proactively get onto these committees and say, here's what you have, here's why it works, and here's why it doesn't work anymore, and here's how we make it better. Always keeping in mind there's benefit to past experience, and these crabby old folks will have valuable input. Can't be the French Revolution. We all know how that went. <laughs> Let's do it, dudes. Let's save the world of Western United States competitive piping and drumming. And that is the end of the email. Wow. There's so much to unpack there, but I want to turn it over to Ozzy first. I don't want to <laughs> well, get, I like I don't want to, get added- to Kamala Harris on this. <laughs> I, I kind of know who that is. Um, <laughs> Total badass. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm not so sure about that. I, I saw um I saw a whole bunch of wrap up articles of her facial expressions that were pretty great. So what do you think about this? Honest, like there's you know there's a lot of truth to this when it comes to just like the reluctance of old blood to be replaced by new blood. Agreed. I think a lot of it. I mean, part of it is definitely that. Like there's older folks who think that they either they've been in it for so long and they feel like that's their tie still to piping and drumming. So I've definitely encountered that um, with the association that I've been involved with for the last year or so, kind of helping out with some of their marketing and social media stuff. And um, there's a little bit of that for the most part. They're pretty positive and very forward thinking, but there's a few people who are kind of clinging onto old ways where you got to kind of work around them until you gain their trust. But I think that's the other part of it is kind of until they die inevitably. Yeah. <laughs> or they fall off the perch. That can also be a good thing. Um, <laughs> but, but they, um, yeah, I think that's part of it is kind of they don't trust necessarily that people coming in are going to, and I mean, they've been around the ropes a few times too, right? So they've seen people, for example, in Australia embezzling funds or, <laughs> or leading dictatorships from national and that kind of causes problems in its own way. So they're very reluctant to um, let new people in who might, who are unknowns basically, who might come in and sort of sway things um, in a way that, is very turbulent but um i've also seen the positive side of this which is that there are some older folks who are very happy to hand over to to the younger crew to kind of see them all come through and i've encountered that in my band actually i was telling andy this week a story about um one of the guys in our band who used to when city brisbane pipe band dropped down to literally being like two people (laughs) kind of just keeping the the um documents churning over so that the band didn't fall apart um he was the only guy kind of running everything. And then once we started to build up numbers again, he realized that there was a younger crew coming through and said, like, you guys are the future of the band. I want you to take over. So kind of turned the reins over to us. And that that has, yeah, been an amazing thing. And we, we actually are experiencing at the moment in my band a real resurgence of we've got a great leadership team who all work really well together. We're all, you know, youngish. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, just seems to be really positive, really good working environment where we're attracting people. And that, that seems to be part of it is kind of when you've got a good, healthy organization, you attract people. So 
I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've had the pleasure of volunteering in, uh, you know, close administrative capacity with an organization that because it is full of people who want to work hard, are very positive, it draws other people in because they want to be a part of that crew. And that's why the Highland Games happens. Um, Fusco, how's it going with the band? <laughs> um, my experience is how, how's, how's your term as a charismatic leader going <laughs> I think it's going alright don't you I think lately better than anything I think uh, now that you've mostly because I don't have to see anybody ever well I don't think it's okay <laughs> I still we talked about this early on in the quarantine phase we talked about like how long of not seeing people until you miss people I think we're now getting to the other end of that curve to where like you would rather do practice in person oh I would much rather do that yeah because this online thing is it's fine and all and people are doing they're doing pretty good I'd say I mean they're hanging in there pretty good I thought about as well as to be expected yeah, I'd say, yeah. I, the thing we joke around about and I I don't think it's all that much of a joke. I think it'll be once we get together, it's going to be proven. But like, we're going to play, and it's going to be awful. Like, we're going to play pipes, and it's going to be a goddamn nightmare. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, do I really want to go to that? And then just completely fucking revert back to January 2020 it's when like, I hey, hate we everyone. To, hey, we get to start over again. <laughs> hey, we're starting over for the seventeenth time in four years. <laughs> Right. Um, I don't See, know. the way I look at it is, I was thinking about this recently. You know how in the Matrix, like there's like 17 Neos, so all right. like and like it's it's all part of the process. Is like yeah, there there's a Neo and he dies. They bomb Zion and then boom, we're back to the beginning of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. We're just like the old computer programs that were there for every single iteration. Or like yeah, <laughs> like like I know you think you're Neo, but I've seen this 17 times before. <laughs> 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 our band is like Back to the Future 2 when they go back to and they go to the Biff world when he runs everything that's our pipe band <laughs> so wait you're Biff <laughs> no oh no when they go We're back Marty. when they go from the future back to 1985 and it's shit cause he took over the world or whatever it was he has a casino in apparently somewhere in the middle of California somehow but anyway it, it, complete nonsense but uh, actually no, I, I feel like you're Doc in this situation and I might be Marty <laughs> It could be. <laughs> um, definitely the crazy fucking one. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, but honestly, I am excited to get back together. It would be nice to actually play pipes in a group. Remember uh, the last time you saw a person? Uh, well, you mean a human being, not you. Yeah, not me. Yeah. No, person. Not a figment of your imagination. <laughs> no, dude. You I, have to keep in mind, this is all happening in your mind. First I'm out. You're talking to an empty chair right now. People are just subscribing because they're concerned. You seem to forget. I'm, I'm out whoring every weekend, regardless. That's like, true. That is fair. Yeah, how's the horn game? <laughs> it's going great, man. I haven't caught COVID yet, so all's good. All's, all's well that ends well. I mean, you got syphilis, but not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> STDs are not the important thing these days. Listen, this is all the women you... care about is that you're COVID-free. They don't care about the other yeah, shit. Yeah, that's why I keep a mask on. <laughs> exactly. Like, listen, I'll, listen, like I'll bang you doggy season. style with a mask on. Everything's going to be fine. It's like coughing season, but it's COVID season. Right. Like 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The image exactly. of the image of Fusco in a face shield with like long yellow rubber kitchen gloves in this scenario. I don't. I don't. It's like that scene from uh, Is there Fight Club when Brad Pitt comes out of the bedroom? He's got the yellow fucking Purell? gloves. On? Is That's there me. Purell for your mind? 
<laughs> if there is, we need to send it to one of the six Facebooks page because those fucking sons of bitches are dude. The sick. All, no, it's the all of all yeah, of the, the six. All of the, the six memes are fucking. They are f- savage. Savage. It's an it's an unsafe for work group. Everybody knows it. I can't believe those guys haven't gotten deleted from Facebook yet. Some of them have. Some of them have got like <laughs> posts removed, and I didn't even remove them. <laughs> no, Facebook does it. So. Because it's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it's remarkable. But it's funny. Anyway. Um, cool. So we have... Is this an anonymous anonymous email? Is that me? Did I put that in? That's probably I, the one I just... No, it's different. Okay. It's the one on the right. Do you want to read it? I can't. I can't see it. Oh, I got it then. So we had, we had another message from somebody in regards to the uh, Stuart episode. Um, it says this. Congrats on the Stuart episode. That was fucking brilliant. Insightful, funny, and ridiculous. So many good stories. <laughs> I laughed out loud so many times. Stuart sleeping like a vampire when you inexplicably woke up in his hotel room and then took a picture of him while he was sleeping. Had me in tears. I'm bummed you couldn't get Steven on the sh- on the phone though. Oh, and I would pay cash to cash money to see Stuart Little fucking accordion. Bring on his OnlyFans. There you go. Stuart Little OnlyFans coming soon. To a uh, 1G internet connection in Scotland, Northern Ireland. <laughs> somewhere near, somewhere very far in the future, because it'll take a long time to upload. So as we move through these news and updates, uh, real quick, I want to make a plug. The Big Rab Show Awards are live. Yeah, Jesus Christ, people. Vote. They're, they're, vote and vote often. Yes, because there's no rules. <laughs> treat it treat it like the American presidential election and vote 17 times. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So um, we are up for, I believe, best social media, which is weird because we're up for best social media for Facebook and Twitter, even though we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's a YouTube channel. <laughs> it's just, I don't know if that's social media, but I don't know if that counts. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you, are, you are up for best beard that's once again best. against the person who's going to be you. Yes, against the reigning champion every year that's ever existed. I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve any plugs. Fuck that guy. Although he's so Fusco, if you cool. lose, if you lose this time, are you just going to give up and shave the beard? I want to retire. Yes, you're no, no longer going to be entered. I'll never shave the beard. Have you seen me without a beard? I have. I might be one of the few people. <laughs> <It's> frightening. <laughs> I might be one of the few people of the six who have seen you without a beard. Because six would know unless they when go I met you, deep you into my face. You didn't have the beard. You just had like a gay little soul patch. I did have a soul patch back then. That was yeah. 2004 or so. Yeah, I remember distinctly. Yeah, I also had long hair and gigantic black glasses. <laughs> you did, <laughs> uh, and I was about as big around as my dick. <laughs> Which isn't very big, people. Don't don't I'm get very. excited. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think we're going to win this year. I don't know why, but the army is going to come out in force. I hope. <laughs> are we going to are we going to win because we're going to cheat? <laughs> we're going to cheat. Exactly correct. That's how we win. It's a Chanarant way. <laughs> it's a Chanarant way. Absolutely. Uh, so so vote yeah, for me for best beard and vote for Chanarant for best social media. Yeah, I think I don't think there's a link on the Big Rag Show website. I think you have to go to their Facebook page and then click yeah. through to the website. That's what I had to. Forget. And uh, whatever else you vote for on that ticket, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you vote for Chanarant and Fuko a hundred times each. I would like to back the Keith Highlanders. Let's go. Let's. I have been backing the Keith let's Highlanders. Let them win yeah, too. Uh, Keith Highlanders. Are America, good. fuck yeah. Let the American bands so do something amazing. Whoever we have out there that's computer savvy, just write a bot that logs in on a random. <laughs> random url 700 times a day and just votes for the same thing over and over again let's yes. just break it yeah let's break the system yeah. it, we'll have like seven million votes Brad will be like there's no that he but he can't deny the fact that we won we still won it doesn't matter how we won 
<laughs> winning is winning. That's what we say. You got a flock of beds in there, boy. I'm say, why are there? No, that's on your end. Your end. <laughs> I know. What the hell is going on? The, out there? the magpies. They're coming for me. Oh, um, sweeping Christ. season. Real quick, <laughs> I want to plug because you know we haven't plugged it in a while. Uh, we do have a referral link for the Piper's Dojo. Yeah. You work for the dojo. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, a bit? oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You want me to do it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you go to chanaran.com slash suckless, and you can get your first month for a dollar of the Piper premium dojo. too. Yeah, premium access. You get access to everything. You can go in for one dollar. Go watch the Stuart Little video and just quit. Just fucking do it, man. Just go quit. Oh, the interview video on dojo. No, 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 not no, no, no. He did a he did a special session about tuning about oh eh, a month ago or so now, and then there, we had uh, who else we have recently? Then uh, just quit and get emails from the dojo for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> There's a great session from the captain uh, who did a whole thing about uh, memorizing music, and I God will, knows people need help on that. Apparently, I will say this though: like as much as I love to give Doogie shit because I consider him to be a friend, don't sleep on the Piper's Dojo, dude. Like it's. A pretty awesome resource. Yeah, absolutely. Is. As I've been uh, teaching myself grips over the past six months. <laughs> What's that going for you? I've relied heavily. Oh, dude, you want to... com slash suckless. Josh is in his grips. Check, check this out, man. You ready? I'm ready. I think I hear a little bit of crossing eyes in there, don't you, Ozzy? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Subtraction. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Eventually, Cameron Drummond will write in saying, "Yeah, that grip still sucks." Yeah, he'll write in saying, "Your grip still sucks." (laughs) You should go to Cameron Drummond's live classes. Did you know he teaches at the dojo? Yes, as long as you don't go to play for sheets because they don't pay us. No, no, no. just go to the dojo because that's free. (laughs) But good on you for plugging him just then. Speaking of people to pay us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have the first ever Fuko live read of the McClellan bagpipes (laughs) advert. Wish me luck, people. He Here has been go. relying on me for five episodes. I'm the one to place the sound. Now I got to go back and forth. So hope hope for the best. I'm going to turn the repeat off. Let me make sure the repeat is off. So it's probably a good idea. Ones. Yeah. So we're gonna get some we're gonna get some live reads from the man, the myth, the beard. All right, here we go. Wish. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't mean to do that. Just make that make two windows side by side. Listen, I got 17 fucking windows up right now. I'm confused. All right, here we go. You ready? <laughs> McClellan Bagpipes, brought to you by BespokeBagpipes.com. Let me tell you, Josh, about the new Elevation Channer. Tell me, Sco. It's got classic timber and quality. It's down in pitch for North American bands that struggle with that friggin' crazy-ass high G that won't be under control. I hate that high G. I hate all our players because they can't control their high G. But this is the solution to your problems, people. BespokeBagpipes.com. Quick. <laughs> that was bad. I couldn't see when the t- thing was going to end. That's pretty okay, but you got to start as soon as the music comes in. Yeah, but I was trying to flip screens because I had two fucking screens. Cool. You literally can make your windows different I know, sizes, but I didn't. Right? I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't prepared. Should I do it again? Here, let me. Let yeah, me go make, to, get yourself prepared. Get yourself situated. Hold on, let me go to two screens. Hold on. I want oh, you. What the, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, well, let me split into two screens. Just minimize the soundboard. You don't need that. I need to hit play on the fucking soundboard, dude. Oh, it's on the soundboard? Yes. What do you think I do? I gotta have it ready to go. All right, here we go. Ready? That's take, take two. We got right, this. We go. I believe in you. Fosco, right, do a good radio voice. Do it like I do it. All right, here we go. 
going to be fuck. Let me start. All right, we got this. We got this. You got this. Come on. Hold on. I believe in you. Let me start. BespokeBagpipes.com At McClellan Bagpipes, we believe that North Americans should have the same opportunities that the Scottish have. They should have a chanter that is best for them, that gets that high G under in control, and is really in line with the kind of quality piping that you deserve. Go to BespokeBagpipes.com and find out more about the Elevation Chanter. That wasn't bad. It was all right. I mean, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't bad. You missed a few points. I'll get better at it. It'll take time. Well, I mean, we might get fired, but... <laughs> he paid us already. What are we going to do? Well, yeah. yeah we only got Joe, hired. I ain't refunded shit. We only got hired for how long? Like uh, a few months? 17 uh, months. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Joe talked us into a lot. I don't know what's going on. Talk to us. <laughs> Who's us? Who's us you keep talking about? Anyway, bespokebagpipes.com. All right. Do you want me to do one for safety? Uh, sure, if you want. Okay, yeah. hold on. Let me, let me figure out. So last time we did a lot of the chanter stuff. You know what Joe wants us to do? Get a revelation, right? The revelation bagpipe we haven't done much about. Uh, sure. Okay. I don't care what you do. Okay. Tell me down, baby. You ready? Send it. No, I'm going to make you do the same thing I do. McClellan Bagpipes, North American artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from East Scotland. Featuring sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, which is a Delrin instrument with an internal design that overcomes the shortcoming of traditional Delrin bores. By changing the bore sizes and lining the bores with a cellulose pommel or sleeve, we were able to produce and enable... Oh my god, this is all in parentheses. Fuck me, Joe. Alright, I rewrite that. Let's start me again. Send it again. Take two. Ah, yeah, fuck. See? See? It's not so easy. You got three takes. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You ready? You gonna get it right this time? I'm ready. <laughs> Ozzy, you're up next, so I just make it up as you go. Here we go. McClellan Bagpipes, North American artesian bagpipe maker, Roddy McClellan from East Scotland. Sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument with an internal design that overcomes the shortcomings of traditional Delrin bores, as well as a polymer. 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 <laughs> All right, start me again. Send it again. <laughs> Fight through it. It's funny if we fuck it up. All right, here we go. You ready? That's, I'm gonna skip that. No, I was. Oh, Jesus. yeah, count me. All right, here we go. You ready? McClellan Bagpipes, North American artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from East Scotland, featuring the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument without all the shortcomings of a traditional Delrin bore. A new elevation chanter, classic timber and quality, down in pitch, and designed for soloists and bands in North America who are fans of the great Highland bagpipe, not the piccolo. You can get yours at bespokebagpipes.com. Get your McClellan bagpipes at bespokebagpipes.com. What did you say? Bespokebagpipes.com. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta really rewrite some of these notes. Let's just write our own. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. I'm reading past the parentheses is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, you guys in chat. Brad says uh, it's like watching monkeys fuck a football. <laughs> hey, Camille, Brad <laughs> wants you to do it. You ready? Ozzy, you ready to do your McClellan bagpipes ad read? Do I have any ads to read or am I just going off the cuff? You want to know that it's McClellan bagpipes and their website is bespokebagpipes.com. Otherwise, make it up as you go. Yep. And talk for 30 <laughs> seconds. Yep. You got this. Ready? Sure. 
McClellan bagpipes, the US made Scottish octopus. <laughs> Somewhere from North Carolina. There's a dude from Waken District who helps to promote it and pays a bunch of drongos in Vegas to promote it. And it's bespokebagpipes.com. <laughs> and how awesome are they? Oh, they're so good. They're, they're 10 good. They have drones, they've got. They've got chanters. Sometimes they've got bags, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they even come with tassels. <laughs> I don't know okay. what they actually do, but... So we're probably going to have to use a can ad for that one. But I will Either say way, this. The, the, uh, I've been, so I've been following all of their social media accounts where they post a lot of pictures, like the crazy different like woods and things they use. Sure. They look fucking cool. They look like some cool fucking pipes. Well, they are cool pipes, but... We don't. Joe's not paying us for this part, so let's not talk about it. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving smartly forward. Um, we are on to our, our topic. Uh, the reason we brought Ozzy on. Well, let's do. We got win, fail, try. Oh, you want to do a break and then and then let's do, do that, that first. Yeah, and then we'll get. I'm time. game for that because yeah. like I could I could have a wee. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Nice. That's a good idea. <laughs> don't nice. don't trip like over. Don't trip over the fucking <laughs> HDMI, bro, because it is going to kill you. You don't think it is, but it is. Dude, I was so hammered last week, and I never tripped over it That's because we very carefully orchestrated you over it on multiple occasions. I think Kelly, like, threw me over her back. And, I like, literally walked. had you. I, like, I was like, give me your foot. Give me your foot. <laughs> you put me in the back. Why am I not on that side where I, I can't fuck everything up? Because I'm usually on the other. I don't care. I could be on that side. It doesn't just, matter. It's just, you know, it's, it eschews traditional norms. I got very used to you being on that way don't i didn't i didn't i thought i was gonna but i didn't all right so real quick we're gonna take a break i'm gonna play some music we're gonna chat with the chat and then we'll come back to the win fail we're gonna come back to the try Try, win win, and then fail fail, and then and then the topic of the week with ozzy osbrod please stay tuned to this episode of the motherfucking channerant podcast and hello, Chain Around listeners. If you are enjoying this shitty bagpiping podcast, then you have to become a patron of Chain Around on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Chain Around. You can see a bunch of videos of us, you know, Andy passed out on a couch being a douchebag, us after hours saying shit we cannot say on the podcast. This is a time for the real six to shine. So many people want to buy us a pint. They all offer, but here's your chance. Buy us a virtual pint. Yeah, it's, per it's month. less less than one pint a month, and you can see us make complete asses of ourselves and uh, just enjoy some great chain ring content. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So, um, Sko. Yeah. We're going into the uh, win, try, and then fail of the week. What Correct. do I need to know about these things before I click on them? Should we start with the try, win, and then fail? What, what's, uh, what order do I you say, intend this? Let's go the other way. Let's go win, try, fail. Win, try, fail. Okay. The win. Should I explain it? Or do you want to just you, you watch it and then you'll see? I mean, I'm, uh, let's see here. Oh, I got to make sure I have volumes. I, so I, <laughs> I actually saw this. I saw this one. Yeah. I've been holding on to this for a while now. It's a good one. You have to tell people what's happening. So we're currently watching uh, Lincoln Hilton play a six-drone bagpipe. <laughs> Two years old. <laughs> he took an old. He took a couple old bags. As I hear it, he took a couple old bags and like fused them. He's got six drones coming out of one bag, though. Yeah, six drones coming out of one bag. And listen to how well it's tuned. How did he tune six drones? 
I'm assuming with the help of the cameraman. Probably. <laughs> but I am noticing a a little bit of a, a little bit of struggle. Oh, can you imagine that up? Yeah. He got normally got four holes. Now he's got seven. Even him even him struggling with six drones still sounds still better, better than me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> better than ninety percent of the bagpiping world. That was pretty awesome. Pretty fucking <laughs> badass. Pretty fucking badass. That's definitely a win. That's a win. I was like, hey, just for trying it and being as basically as good as most people's bagpiping in general, done. So this next one is the try, and this is the Shelby County Sheriff's Office Pipes and Drums. Correct. They had a rehearsal. I actually watched this before the show. Hold on. Hey, pause for a sec. I just want to say, listen, the, this, the win is the tone. This is a... We give a lot of shit to... I give a lot of shit to service bands. I give a lot of shit to service bands, too, this, but I listened to this before, and it's got some fucking metal. This is... Fu- listen to the tone. Listen to the high Gs, high Fs, all the shit that everybody fucks up. Yeah. Even our band fucks this up. Tone, listen to this shit. Tone, tuning, rhythm. They're not playing a very complicated no, and version you, of the tune. It's very simplified. unison issues, but that's not the point. That's simplified. There's a little bit of unison issues, but like the tone and the you tempo and everything is like pretty solid. Controlled and good tone. It forgives everything. So here's our try. This is one drum and five pipes. mistakes there but not too bad notice their drums what do you notice about their drums or oh. not, I'm sorry not the drums no, the chanter stock notice their chanter stock what's yeah, up yeah. so there's I don't see anything on chanter stock yes Ariel yes keep it liquid keep sorry, it don't do it Facebook or, um, you don't no, see anything on their chanter stocks I notice their chanter stocks are pushed way the fuck up but I don't see anything on them uh, no, I'm sorry not chanter stocks blow stick stocks I'm, I apologize mm, what do you notice on their blow stick stocks I don't see anything on their blow stick just tell me the answer because I don't see shit. Okay. So on their blow stick stocks, just like Wake and District does, and I have one of these as a sample, but McClellan Bagpipes has these <clears throat> gauges. He, he he makes his own blow stick stock that has this gauge that sticks out of it, which is a blowing, like a manometer basically, but with a gauge oh, on it. Oh, now that I see it on this one. I didn't see it on the rest. I see it on the guy who's a couple like of them against have the wall. A couple of them have it. And essentially, this is what Wake uses too, but they they can all see their pressure at all time because the the gauge plugs into a blow stick stock that McClellan bagpipes makes these. As far as I know, the only ones that make these. Uh, and you can see it. It's like sitting right in front of you It's like all seven ants in one fucking go. I think we should be at paid double. Well, that's true. But I just think these are cool. That's regardless of whatever the fucking ad is. So I have some commentary. We have one of these because I've, I've practiced trying these out. It's pretty cool. I have some commentary in the video overall. Um, I think that very strong start. Only one like preemptive like yeah. before like we did anything. Mm-hmm. Strong start, solid tone. I mean, obviously it's a simplified version of the tune. Obviously there's unison things like when they get to the second part. Uh, I will say this: one of the reasons I think that this makes a great try is I'm noticing a lot of 
posture issues as I watch this video. People who are like one shoulder way up and like doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people who are like struggling with the instrument a bit. I th- I, th- I would guess these are a bunch of new players based but, on the quality of their but finger. fuck, dude, it doesn't sound fucking doesn't sound Tone fucking is remarkable. Bad. Yeah, like I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd kill for tone like that on a regular basis. I don't know. This was sent to me. I don't know if it's regular. Who I would knows? just say I had my I had my posture changed very late in my piping career. And you resisted. And I resisted. <laughs> and ever since I like ever what? since I got Josh to like never. ever since I got to like <laughs> horizontal shoulders and like straight fingers. Straight and your straight neck, straight head, all that. It's made my life easier over time. Man. So those are things that stick out to me because they're problems I had when mm-hmm. I was a newbie. This is the inherent problem with bagpipes is one, nobody has a local shop unless you live in like Michigan or fucking Scotland, right? So you can't try anything out. You just you have to buy it and hope it works and to put it we in have shit to buy what you can afford. Put shit into a bag and then you're like, oh fuck. Well, I, I guess I'll just deal with it because I don't want to have to pull all the shit out and send it back and I get a new one. Because the bag mm-hmm. size, the blow stick size the positioning of the stocks, all this stuff makes a difference. And it's like, uh, well, I'll just, three years from now when my bag goes bad, or five years from now, I'll get a smaller bag and I'll deal with, like, that's, I mean, sucks. I still, that's, I still remember, what like, happens, like, I got my pipe, bagpipe. It was, like, my bag size was a large based on the fact that I was, like, a six foot tall kid. I was fucking 15, 16 years old. I had this blow stick that was too short, so I had to get a separate one that bended and extended. Mm-hmm. Didn't need it for the bend. It was just the only one where you could extend it out further. Right. And I was always hunched up, like, squeezing this large bag that was basically a fucking balloon, because it was before, like, the hybrids were invented. So, it's just like a Kevlar balloon. (laughs) It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Uh, I remember those days. It it was... It's absolutely terrible. It sucks. Um, I had the exact same experience, Josh. I had a moose bag that was like a balloon, and, like, every time you blew up, it was like your arm was out here. And then I switched to a Willie McCallum hybrid one that was fucking, like, my entire top hand. It was like, oh, that's a hand that I can use on the bagpipes and not yeah, be ridiculously struggling. Your left hand can be a value? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember, like, going, I remember going to, like, the basically solid rubber fucking bag after that. And then, like, the hybrid bags that actually were useful. Mm-hmm. Hybrid bag's amazing. Yeah, way better, I think. Um Lots of improvements in that in that world, but the thing is, in the end, these guys probably have a bunch of um, posture issues for sure. But it's it's hard because you don't know, like you got like who's got shit on hand to try a bunch of different shit, like different blow sticks and different bag sizes. Like we always tell people, like go to your band practice, and this is not a thing anymore. Go try everybody else's pipes and find a bag that fits you. Like who's doing that now? I bet. (laughs) But I bet we could come up with, we could come up with a formula that mathematically says how long your fucking blow blow stick should be. Right. Like it's not hard. It's just nobody in pipe bands likes math. Well, that's true. And everything's so (laughs) far behind. So there's like, there's a way where we can come up with like a, like a body, uh, height to weight ratio that would determine your, Bag size and blow stick length. Mm-hmm. And it, Go nuts, Jess. It can't be that hard. <laughs> like, right? It can't be that hard to do. I mean, just you just need, what, like 15 variables? And you can figure well, it out. As an instructor, I kind of know by people's size roughly where they should be. It's the people on, sort of on in the middle that you, you deal with a little bit. But there's a lot of opinions out there, man. There's a lot of people that say... 
all right, the old the old traditional idea of like going bigger is better, right? That is mostly empirically proven wrong. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> but there's still people out there that subscribe to that. But for the most part, people don't do that anymore. Like, let's get a giant bag. Like, I am five foot eight on a if I stand up straight on a good day. I was playing a media bag forever, and it's the wrong fucking size, hands down. Whiskey out there. And I still have people tell me you should play a medium. Like, no, you're wrong, dude. I I promise you, you're wrong. Like, I don't Mm. care how long you've been playing. You just haven't dealt with beginners and people that that are smaller long enough to know that that medium is not good for everybody, in my opinion. Like, extend to small is probably good for the average size person, me. Have you ever even deigned to fuck with the r slash bagpipes subreddit? No, I mean I'm. I've looked at it, but very, very rarely. Because like, there's shit in there that I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Oh, like, no, you no. people who are very new students don't have an instructor, and like, yeah, they said because I'm six feet tall, I should get a large bag. I'm like, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> like Fusco, let me pose this. I feel I feel like you're a bit of an authority. You've, yes. you've been in the world for a while. You know your shit. I do. Who should use a large bag? If you're six four plus, maybe. If you're like six six, two hundred and twenty pounds, you maybe. Could, you should maybe maybe, maybe consider <laughs> using a large bag. Maybe. So I played. I played my first three years on a large bag. That's insane. I played. I played my first. <laughs> I played my insane. first fucking ten on a large bag, Ozzy. It was terrible. I know. It's insane looking back. Like, no Josh wonder I like, felt age. like I was making no progress. Dude, I was like, I was like strangling an air mattress the entire time. It was miserable. Let me give everybody a tip. Here's just a tip. I'm gonna waste one of my YouTube videos on this tip. I don't know if you know this, but bagpipe pipe bag makers, sorry, pipe bag makers will make you specialized bags if you tell Absolutely. them what you want. So, <clears throat> I for example, I got mine custom with a drink holder at the back. <laughs> they will do that. So. Uh, I went to Willie McCallum. Once those guys, once that like that trend of the Willie McCallum bag, the the guy from Seventy Eighth Frasers, I forget his name. Well, the, has one. The Jack Willie, Lee has a size yeah, bag. Like the Willie McCallum, the Ross like a, has one, like a small extended or something. It's somewhere between it, medium yeah. and extended small. But no, I'm talking even beyond that. There was small, medium, large for a long time. Then they added extended small. Then they added these personalized sizes, which is the Willie McCallum size, the um, Jack Lee size, the whatever the fuck. I can't remember all their names, but. Anyway, you so I went the, to Willie McCallum. You get the Andrew Fusco size, which is six inches long, <laughs> bent to the right, and uncut. It was very thick, though. It's very thick. It's very wide. It's very wide around the middle. It's a short but- <laughs> bag. It's a tuna can. It's a tuna can. It's a tuna can, exactly. Um, but anyway, so I so you can get, I got a Willie McCallum. I was like, man, this is great. So then I just, on a whim, asked uh, Bannatine one day, I was like, you know, this is great. But I would just like just a little bit of more narrowness to it, just a touch. And I said, could you make an extended small size bag, but make it in the Willie McCallum shape? And they said, yes, we can do that. I was like, fucking gold, man. Yeah. It's about a half an inch less diameter. Well, the whole thing is like. And it's moved forward just like, it's like, oh my God, this is fucking gold. Like, the, whole, the whole thing too is just like, ask you, people. You get, yeah, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Like, just fucking ask him. Like, hey, I want this and this. Like, my left hand is like, I can now master with my left hand. Thanks to the strength I've accumulated for being able to play with my left hand. <laughs> no, I think, it's a, I think it's a good point, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta fucking customize and shit. You just, yeah. You're, if Willie, you're right handed, it helps you match up your arms. Willie Nelson fucking <laughs> plays a guitar with a six inch hole in it, dude. Like, 
just, here's the thing. Some people say there's one right way to do things. I never agree with that. As a drummer, I've learned from drummers along the way. There's there's lots of techniques, and you can be very good at any technique if you want to. Now, I'm not saying that there's not like a short, I don't want to call it a shortcut, but there's a generally accepted way that tends to work best for most people. I agree that that's true. However, look at like Stuart Little, for example. That guy plays his bag way the fuck out here with a bent stick. His drones are almost flat. That is not the generally accepted way to play pipes. Most people play them at a 45 degree angle with your channer directly in front of you, very close to your body. But that is not how he plays. And could you argue with what he does? Like, no. Like, obviously, there's exceptions to these rules. So it doesn't mean anybody is like, hey, you should play a medium bag because you're five foot ten. Like, no, 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 no. Like, explore what works for your body shape. There's exceptions to the rules, obviously. Any technique can be learned if you really want to put the effort in, for the most part. Uh, With a few exceptions, because if your uh, instructor tells you not to curl your fucking fingers, don't curl your fucking fingers. Well, that's true. Don't fucking do that. That's not like, oh, I'm just just doing it my way. It's like, no, you're doing it fucking wrong. Yeah, you're you're an idiot. But... (laughs) But... But I think part part of the problem, right, is that it's so fucking expensive to buy any of this shit for bagpiping, right? So you, for example, in Australia, don't necessarily have access to some of the instructors you would in Scotland or parts of America. And so you are trying to figure this shit out on your own. And it's like 200 bucks outlay every time you fuck up, basically. (laughs) Like, oh, I think I need a hide bag. No, wait, I don't know anything about piping and this isn't right for me. Okay, I guess I'll spend another 200 bucks on a hybrid bag. Like, Mm -hmm. every time you do it, you've got to spend more money and it's not everyone has access to those resources, so. Yeah, I agree. Like, one of the best things that was ever told to me, was, which was from Robert Watt, was, listen, I, I was playing a sheepskin bag when I came into the first time, the first year I ever went to the United States School of Bagpiping and Flagstaff. Because I played with Seamus's band and he made us play Sheepskin, which is fine. You know, whatever. It, hey, it gives us a 3% improvement in our in our sound. Like, Granted, Robert, I wasn't playing in grade 3 at Go would have been great for And he climate. was like, man, are, are you going to play the Glenn Fiddick next week? I'm like, no. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? You, whoa, why are you torturing yourself? <laughs> like, just play a fucking Bannatine bag. Like, you're going to sound amazing with Bruce's reeds in a Bannatine bag and everything's going to be great. Like, what are you doing? Why are you killing yourself? Well, I've talked <laughs> like, to, I've, and this is this is one thing that I took to I take to all my students. Like, listen, man, when you get to grade one and you need that like two percent, you need to go the from time. like the spinal tap go from ten to eleven. Ten to eleven. Like, you know who needs that? <laughs> Stuart Little at the Glenfiddich or whoever, or you know what I mean? Like, you, but it's funny you mentioned Stuart Little, Eddie, because he said that in that pipe major symposium, he was like, you know a sheepskin bag and he was totally on board for sheepskin bags but he was like it gives you that like tiny tiny bit if you're at like the top of grade one but otherwise a hybrid bag is like way more stable and more easy to use oh my god yeah stable and yeah. it's easy and you don't have to fuck around like, so i've talked yeah, i'd rather spend 100%. time practicing than dicking around my shit like it drives yeah. me nuts when i got a grade four player <laughs> using cane fucking reeds <laughs> well, McCray read McCray pipes are great, but uh, using cane reeds and a fucking hide bag and like, dude, you're spending more time dicking around than you are practicing. Just fucking practice and you'll be better and learn to blow tone and get your fingers to work. Like, so you're wasting your time. I've thought about this extensively because I'm pretty sure in our grade four and a half band, maybe five and a half band, mm, somewhere in there, yeah. Which, which uh, I would say, like, minus 0.5 from 4 would be, like, where I'd grade our band. So, is that 5.5? Sure. I think I'm probably the only person 
that has only ever owned one set of bagpipes. The vast majority of people in our band are grade four players who have who own incredibly nice sets of pipes because they've replaced because they I mean like. Jer Bears, Jer Bears got the same pipes. Jer Bears replaced his pipes. Once. Lowe's replaced her yes. pipes. Uh, Daniela's replaced her pipes. Daniela's yeah. old, old pipes are currently residing twenty minutes from my place. Like yeah. like a oh, lot really? of these, a lot of these people <laughs> have taken perfectly okay. Yeah, but sets you of pipes. should absolutely replace your fucking pipes because I'm aware trash. of this. But I'm but there's a <laughs> but there's but there's a place I'm going with this. Okay, I, I want to hear this. Like, I have a lot of people who are on their second set of pipes and still aren't really, like, getting to where they want to go. And for me, the way that I've always looked at it is, hey, if you hand Zach Wilde a $100 guitar and you play against him on a $1,200 guitar, he's still going to kick your ass. It doesn't matter. Like, that's just how it works. I would have said Eddie Van Halen, RIP, but uh, we, we no longer have him. And that's that's always been my mentality. Is like, yeah, like don't get me wrong, I'm gonna replace my pipes, but fucking a, dude. Like most of the work that I still need to do is before my hands touch the instrument. Yes, absolutely, that's hundred percent. And that's the way I look at it. It's like, yeah, you know, if you gave Jack Lee my pipes that you say suck ass, he fucking shreds on them because he's Jack fucking yeah, but Lee. Jack Lee is not walking in the Glen Fittick with your fucking pipes. Not in a million years, but I'm saying, <laughs> but what you said earlier, this this tracks that. It's like, yeah, if you're fucking going for the Glen Fittick, maybe that 5-10% right. makes a difference. Right. If you're playing grade four in fucking Flagstaff, it really doesn't. It doesn't. Absolutely. It's all about the personal, the person's ability to make the instrument sound good. Uh, I, I was, I don't know if it was a piping thing I listened to recently or maybe it was music in general. I listen to a lot of music podcasts, but like it's so much the touch of the instrument, your ability to play, to blow tone, whatever it is, makes a huge difference. However, I, I wouldn't say like Jeremy going from, I don't remember what his pipes were before. Maybe, I don't I think I actually were, I don't think they were also McCallum's. Maybe they were regular McCallum's to McCray's. I promise you there's a difference between regular McCallum's and McCray's. McCray's are fantastic. In sound, but it's not going to win you a contest. Steadiness, efficiency i still think it's gonna win you a contest maybe not i mean obviously it's still in in you but listen other than atherton's mcclellan 100 where i would tell people to go like if you can't afford atherton's get mcclellan because they are fucking steady as shit (laughs) (laughs) if you need i totally fucking went right over my head an affordable and phenomenal sounding bagpipe you go to bespokebagpipes.com listen granted i would if i could afford it i'd buy atherton's but i can't they're f- fucking phenomenal. One, I like yours. Atherton's are a little quiet, but I like them. They're phenomenal. That's just my channel and my read choice because I don't have to play a goddamn piece of two by four. But uh, <laughs> so, Fusco, you want to introduce the fail so we can get to the topic? Oh yeah, we haven't even. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> I-, I think we should play the whole thing out because I actually haven't heard it, so I don't know what he goes, what he does here. I really don't want to play the whole thing out. Play the whole fucking whole thing. Let's just not play it at all and just talk about it. No, I want. I haven't heard it. I need to know what the fuck he says. Well, we'll talk about it because Ozzy's heard it. No, like trust, four and a half. Trust in me. Just all right, skip ahead to where he jumped. I, I I need to hear it. Just play the fucking thing. I'll edit it out. Just play the fucking thing. Who gives a shit? Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Willis Bagpiper, and I wanted to skip. It's like that's a hard thing, man. It's I just I just don't play with the place. While I appreciate what Matt's saying, I wholeheartedly disagree. Like ninety eight percent of service band guys don't give a shit. Yeah, and it's. 
prove it to me on a I've had like one out of ten students that also do serve. But also, there's... They get into it for the wrong reason because it's a service parent thing to do. And I think it's going to be easy, and it's not. And then, who? Well, how about this? I actually agree with both of you because it's somewhere between 10 and 20% of the the guys I'm talking about. I just don't want to throw that 10 and 20% of the service guys under the bus. Better on the instrument. And that's what I was trying to say in that we're failing them. I very much want to apologize to anyone who heard those words and took it to mean that I was trying to, you know, through my videos and other things because I want to get it out there. I want more people to be able to learn. You guys and the work you do is very important work. My job here is just to try to make you a slightly better bagpiper one step at a time. And I hope I get a chance to continue to do that. All right. I'm going to edit in the entire video. So you just wasted all of our time regardless, but fuck it. Well, I would love to know what he actually watching it beforehand. I would I would no, dude. Why can't we not play it? I don't but, understand. Um, why can't just fucking play the video because because you know we don't fucking get the show going. So this is what we do. Let me let me let me give the gist here. Uh, guest and friend of the show, Matt Willis, issued a YouTube apology after being on our show, uh, basically because he thought that people in the service band community might be offended by comments he had about you know just their willingness to get better, etc., etc., etc. The reason we brought Ozzy on, aside from me missing Ozzy's beautiful voice and face, was because <laughs> she had some interesting ideas on this. And I, I have some... I have a few things... I talked to her on this about this offline. I have a few things that I agree with her on and a few things that I don't agree with her on. <laughs> About the uh, because apology, Ozzy is a city bitch. About the apology video. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, we obviously have different opinion, but first off, Ozzy, tell me about the tall poppy syndrome. Let's just lay a baseline of what that <laughs> what that means. Tell me about tall Sorry. poppy syndrome. Tall poppy syndrome. All right. So, a rundown for all the ranters and the gents in. Uh, in, in Vegas. Um, so tall poppy syndrome is an affliction that all Australians and probably Kiwis, I think, and possibly even people from the UK suffer from, um, which is when when you are too on yourself, which means you uh, talk yourself up too much or are far too oblivious and not humble enough in yourself, um, you are completely kryptonite to, <laughs> to being likable. <laughs> So um, effectively the idea is that if you are the person who stands out among the crowd or puts your head up above anything else, you are a wanker <laughs> and, therefore, <laughs> and therefore need to be cut down. So tall poppy syndrome um, in Australia is very much you always stay humble or someone will make you <laughs> someone will make, make you, you regret so, it. Yeah. 100%. Wait, wait, wait. How would you apply that to us real quick before we move on? Because I feel like we stick our heads up and get them chopped off regularly. I but you do. Josh, you wouldn't survive here, darling. <laughs> Josh? Oh, that's true. That's true. There's no firearms, only boomerangs. Ozzy, how American is Josh? Ten Americans. He's like ten Americans. That's because I'm from Nevada. It's the only American Canadians state and Australians left. are very, very aware we, of how American Americans. We love are. you. We love you because you're American <laughs> and you're very well, much who, of your own country. But here in Australia, if you do that, wow, who, prepare to be cut down. Well, to be fair, who would win World <laughs> War II if it wasn't for the Americans, right? Boop. 
<laughs> oh, this is gonna set Aussie <laughs> off. But I get it. That's fair enough. I'm I listen. So I so the poppy. Why, oh, so the reason I brought that up is. <laughs> There's, oh my god where do we start with this begin where your heart tells you to begin because I think you have a strong <laughs> thread here you just got to follow it through right so <laughs> here's where we start you need Ozzy to ex- finish no, uh, explaining what it is well, and no, then no, explain think, and then we'll all know why no, I think she finished explaining us, what tall us and Matt are all on the fucking same chopping block well you and Matt. I am not. But, okay, fair enough. Oh, so, <laughs> Josh is very... Ap- Josh, Josh often self-deprecates. It's... it's um The nuance of it is, if you can self-deprecate, you're forgiven. <laughs> if you have absolutely no self-awareness, fuck you. Right. Also, <laughs> so here's me, the thing. Me deprecating you doesn't count as you self-deprecating. No, no, no. Of course not. No, not at all. So here's the thing. So <laughs> Matt issued an apology and i i noticed this i saw it hit the soundcloud i'm like hey he tagged us in this soundcloud thing i'm like uh what the fuck so and i'm aware what happened the generalities of it so i'm like why the fuck did he apologize he he just drew attention to something that nobody not a single person cared about i'm like this is weird. Okay. So then I got talking to Ozzy brought about it. it. Just randomly, she's like, hey, what, what was this thing all about? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm confused. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Like, give me a sec. So then this whole fucking, we went down this rabbit hole of, one, I, <laughs> what are you apologizing for? Like, what did he say? And then he posted a, con- he posted a video of me talking about service bands, not him. Like, what the fuck is he apologizing for? I don't understand. Like, he was part of a conversation that I disagreed with him about the fact that service band members generally don't care about what they're doing, right? And I mean, and Ozzy's, Ozzy's managed to hit this one on the head. And her analysis was the best one I saw. Which was? Go ahead. I think my, my initial um, <laughs> message to Andy was like, I have a very strong suspicion that Matt Willis received absolutely zero complaints about this <laughs> about this episode. Prefacing this with I'm a cynical bitch and I'm always looking for, <laughs> for someone who's out to make a buck or promote themselves in some way. Um, well, you do you do work for a university. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly right. So, <laughs> so very, very um, au fait with... People who are full of full of bullshit. Um, anyway, so my initial take was, why the fuck would someone create a video, overproduce the fuck out of it? So it's like four and a half minutes long, and it's got like like leader. Um, what are they? Josh, you know better than me. Like the um, video, like the things that they put on the start of a video that show up on YouTube, so that when you click on a video, you can see it. Like oh, that, the, no, YouTube does that automatically. It's the the first little preview. Yeah, but whatever it is. So it says like, uh, "My apologies, everyone." It's like oh, you're talking about like, oh, he did a he did a whole card. No, you're, no, you're talking it's about the like thumbnail. thumbnail. Card, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So no, it's like the this thumbnail, not the card. Like card really is different. clickbaity. Like it's really clickbait. Like my apologies, everyone. Like and so my entire theory on this and apologies to Matt Willis because I'm sure he's a lovely guy and Don't you know apologize. he knows what his Just audience is. And he seems he seems like a very savvy PR bloke, so so good luck to him. Ozzy, we never apologize to our friends. We only talk <laughs> shit to them. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so my my theory is that he knows 
he knows that his audience or like a big part of his audience for his YouTube channel is service men guys and going on your show was a big risk, but also a big opportunity because it's a completely new audience. I had no idea who he was before he came on your show. Right. And by even talking about him right now, we're helping to advertise him. So, so don't worry, this will never go public. But it'll only but help us too. To we got fair. we got weeks on we got weeks on this edit. <laughs> but it's very um, yeah. So my my theory is that he knows his audience. He knows that the service men's guys are particularly sensitive about this sort of stuff. No one fucking complained about it, and that he produced this video to try and double dip into the controversy, which he knows your audience loves, um, and try and and capitalize on that. And he played the clip, <laughs> which if you listen to his video, which it's it's already got more views than most of his re- recent videos anyway, so we're probably going to help drive traffic to that. So well done, Matt, because you, <laughs> you're continuing to drive the PR by us talking about it again. But um, he he replayed the, the audio of the episode, which basically he said completely benign stuff, like nothing he said could have been construed as, as bad, in my opinion, um, by anyone, even if they were particularly easy to offend but then he plays a clip of andy saying something like 98 percent of service bank guys don't give a shit so that's the controversial statement accurate. so then he so then he well hey accurate or not he looks like a hero because he's playing this clip and he's like oh my god i'm so sorry guys like you know i've i've said this horrible thing but then there's andy saying you know something that's much worse which then means that the audience can launch to his defense, which Correct. who do we know in Matt's audience who loves to be a hero? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Is Americans there something that in general. and cops and attracts them to that profession, do you think? <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on this. I have so many thoughts on this. I have this a lot of thoughts on this, but I want to give Fusco first bite. No, no, no. Do you have more to say about this? Um. I'll, I'll fill in as you guys dissect. Yeah, I want to give you first bite because I, I have some thoughts on this. But One, I was like, when she told me about this, I'm like, you're 100% right. This is complete nonsense. Complete nonsense, 100%. He's smart nonsense. One, it's very smart. He's very clever. I, oh, yeah. I like Matt. He's a good dude. But the, the like fake contriteness of like you the know, way he you know like. nothing after the Listen, word but did counts. you watch the video? When he turned to like, he's like, I'm going to play this clip. And then he turned, yep. and it was so schmarmy and like douchey. It's like, dude, like you can't possibly believe this. You're so, like, I can read you. Like, this is so obvious what you're doing right now. And I get it. Like, you're trying to create, draw people to you. But guess what? We're not about, I, well, I don't know about you, but I'm not about that. Like, I will call anybody out at any time because I'm behind a microphone and I can't. So I, I, I'm also, I have absolutely no invested interest. Piping is a hobby to me and I don't give a fuck. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I would be doing so much better in my life right now if I was like him, but I don't I, like, I don't care. Like I, what I care about is people that want to get better for the right reasons, quote unquote, my right reasons, because you like music. Maybe your right reasons are different than my right reasons. Hey, I want to wear a kilt and I want to promote to, like this fucking guy that wrote this email earlier about the jerk offs that want to like wear a kilt, right? And honor the hundred years ago shit. Like nobody cares about that. Listen, this thing, this thing that he did was like, this is so contrived. And I, is there's nothing I hate more than contrived shit. Like let's create this thing and make a thing out of it. 
for the sake of like drawing attention to me and my channel, which I get, like you're a whore. Okay, cool. No, whatever. We're whores. I, I don't disagree with that. We obviously are. But the difference is, I'm just, I actually I'm believe. Watching, I'm watching my damage control. I bill. believe what <laughs> I'm going up. I believe what I'm saying. Like any everything I say, I I'm telling you, I believe it. Like I'm not saying shit just for the contrivance of it. Like. This blows my mind that he, especially because he highlighted what I said. Like, okay, like, highlight what you said. What did you say? Like, if you're going to apologize, then what did you say that upset people? Why are you pointing out what I said? Like, that was the thing that shit me about this video, Andy, is that he had nothing to apologize for. He played the bit that you That I said. Like, Like, he's apologizing for me. Fuck you. (laughs) Don't apologize (laughs) for me because I believe what I say. These guys are cunts. Play the music for what it is, man. I don't, I don't have any problem saying that ever. Play the music because it's fucking good and you want to be good at playing bagpipes, dude. Like, don't be a guy that dresses up in a kilt and then makes excuses for the rest of the cunts that want to p- dress up in a fucking kilt. That's all I got to say about that, Josh. You you go next. I somehow I somehow very much doubt that that's all you have to say about oh, it. Oh, it's coming. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a rare... It's a rare case where I'm the voice of reason. Yes, I agree. <laughs> also, do you love how the New York, New York accent broadens as he gets angrier? Oh, always. I've known him. I've known him for a very long time. I've, I've, I've you guys are before. setting me up. Yeah. I know this is you cunts. <laughs> uh, the thing that should be about it was that not that he said this stuff or set you up necessarily. It's that he assumed his audience was dumb enough to fall for it. And what shits me the most is that most of them fucking were. If you they read were. the comments, everyone fell for it. The YouTube comments. Like, can the you Facebook comments. Can you that this is contrived bullshit? Wait, 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 wait. You can do- go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. Take the other side. Everyone, I'm not taking the other side, man. No, but it's, it's fair. It, there's I'm, reason. I'm going to take the side of reason here. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> My Dude, <reason>. okay. Like... <laughs> Everyone, everyone who watched that video and commented like, nah, like I, I, I watched the entire video. I read the comments. Most of the comments, actually the vast majority, 99% of the comments were, um, bro, why are you even making this? Like you uh-huh. didn't say anything wrong. Chill. But they still. But that in and of itself is just that alone buys into that he did something. But yeah, what I will say is like yeah, like you guys. Oh fucking Christ! (laughs) Somebody's texting Josh. (laughs) Oh, phone call. Phone call. It's probably Kelly Sheehan saying. Seriously, fucking. Is it Kelly Sheehan? Oh. Um, (laughs) No. So like everyone's like, oh well, this guy just did it for you know the shock value. And having a clickbait title and getting more views than he would normally have on his other video. And he's leveraging his appearance on the Channerant podcast for more views. Yeah, that's fucking obvious, dude. Totally. Well, no, it's obvious to why you and me, Josh, but not to most of his audience. That's like, the why point. Wouldn't you, why, wouldn't you do, why wouldn't you do that? I agree. He's very smart. He's got a great PR brain. But <laughs> he assumes that his audience is dumb, which, you know what? They are. <laughs> they well, I don't it. think his audience is dumb, but like. There is, you know, what it comes down to, in my opinion, is like, do I do I think he actually received a complaint? No, not at all. I don't think that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And I very much 
like Matt as a human being. I like his content. I think that the production value he brings to these kinds of things is nice. I love his channel. I'm subscribed. I fucking watch his videos. I think that he did a thing that would bring more attention to his channel, just like we do when we have a dominatrix on, just like we do when I'm going to get fucking shocked to death on one of the more recent episodes. Like, I can't wait for that. Yeah, like, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about uh, master clickbaiters, <laughs> are we not master clickbaiters in our own right? Like, but do we, we ever say anything you don't dude, believe? We had do you a, ever say anything you don't believe? Never, not in a million no. years. But we had an episode I, that was. I, this is the question. I but don't hold think on, let's believes. get to this. Let, let's let's cycle. Like we had an episode titled "Getting Paradiddled by Aaron McLean" because it was a good <laughs> title. Okay, sure. Now getting to the content. Do we make shit up? No, no. This is the difference, though. Like we, yeah, of course we clickbait the shit out of this. But show. we also we also <laughs> don't really push the YouTube that hard. Like if you're gonna be in the YouTube game, dude, you gotta you gotta like do unboxings and have fake beef. No. Here's the difference, Josh. He's double dipping. He wants to appeal to his service band audience, but he also wants to appeal to the controversy that your your audience loves. Yeah, but which is great, like smart, like really smart. Yeah, but you got to keep but in mind he's got a bigger he's audience trying to than us. That your audience isn't smart enough to figure out what he's doing. Yeah, but you got to keep in mind he's got a bigger audience than us. He does. So realistically, we have we have gain in this scenario. Yeah, people are going to be like, oh, maybe. I, better, I, better I haven't subscribe. seen any giant. Increase I better subscribe our- to the Chain Ram podcast to figure out what thing matt didn't say he's trying to capitalize on your audience to add to his audience by we did the same that your thing audience is dumb enough to fall for it well, that's we, my point we tried to capitalize on his audience by having him on the show yeah totally that's so it's true. meant to be a cross promotion but he said something he 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 said stuff on your show that he then tried to backflip on on his channel to your point you never are not genuine and that's to andy's point about tall puppy syndrome to start with but we also have a genuine people will see through you we also have a topic on this show that's mostly talking about that video so how is that not also cross promotion <laughs> no it's well, cross promotion is different than being disingenuous well this is the thing that i have I, an issue with i will say disingenuous we have never been disingenuous we are always bastards no that's not my point like you new listen, shirt you, you can hate me new but shirt ABB. i believe what i say new shirt abb always be bastards always be bastards <laughs> <laughs> listen that that's that's the thing my, that is kind of our motto <laughs> that's a new thing with one of my students is all abf always be focused because god damn it people focus you lose the focus and everything goes to hell. But listen. You mean like you're losing focus right now? Correct. Listen, <laughs> Matt is a very clever guy. I really. I agree. We didn't know. We didn't. He's the only I person. I noticed him he's years only, ago, like a year ago. And I was like, this guy's better at fucking YouTube piping He's doing than YouTube better than us. Absolutely. And I agree. And he's just, he's just tricked us into spending 20 minutes of your show talking about him again. So. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because it's real. All I want is reality. Like, I'm tired of the nonsense, man. Like, I, and I, he's going to come back. He's going to be like, oh, I need to respond to this, which is going to be great. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, him and I don't agree. Like, that's what set it off. And he was very interested. Remember when, at the end of the show, when he's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, I want to talk to you more about this. Like, I, yeah. would, be, I would love to go toe-to-toe with him about, like, you guys. Oh, go ahead. Oh, we doing. Oh, oh, shit. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> 
Listen, motherfuckers. Brad, what's his name? Matt Willis has a lot of things to say about bagpipes. He also has a great YouTube channel. He's got a great YouTube channel, and I appreciate that. A man who will self-promote is amazing. However, one of the things that's really important to me is that you're be very serious about what you're trying to portray. One thing I am is honest. I will be honest to a fault. Listen, motherfuckers! This is the thing that goes wrong with people that don't know what they're doing. You got to be honest with your members, motherfuckers. Listen, it's all terrible. Bagpipes are a really hard instrument, but you know what? Be honest with me. This is the thing that makes me upset. It's so encouraging. It's just, it makes me crazy. It's like, just tell people how it is, man. Not everybody's got to be a member of your service. Some people fall out. It's okay when people aren't good at what they do. You don't have to be amazing at bagpipes. Listen, you can just quit, motherfuckers, and play tenor drum like the rest of the world. It's okay. Oh my god, I'm so I'm I'm spent. Should we start that over? When was the last time we had a dubstep rap? We haven't done that shit in a while. <laughs> it's been far too long. Far, far too long. My favorite, favorite. <laughs> Let's do Ozzy Broad does a dubstep rant to Matt Willis. No, Listen. you know, honestly, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking just kick this shit in the in the nuts. Why am I still getting these fucking Facebook things? Is that beer boy? I don't know. Uh here here's what I think. As the resident marketing genius. <laughs> Ozzy only laughed a little, so I'll take it. I was going to say resident. Resident. Uh, resident, okay. Yeah, like, no, I get it. I completely get it. It's a good move. I would make that move. 100%. So, marketing, it's genius. Yeah, yeah. From a marketing standpoint, it's genius. Like, uh, you got to... Honestly, it helps us, too. I mean, you know, we have an audience of people who... He's got a bigger audience than we do. Well, I got it. So... And also, I, I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoy having Matt on the show. I think he's got good opinions. This is eh, I, I have no I have no qualms with this. As far as like click, click baby shit, we've done the same thing. Like Dirtbag Olympics, no, we've not was, done the same thing. Dirtbag Olympics was super fucking clickbaity. Like how to win worlds featuring Stuart Little. That's titles and, of the episodes is totally different thing. No, from- no, no. How to win worlds was a video we shot. It's a title of our video where we just put Stuart and Andrew Douglas in a and in the boot of a bus. It was a fucking joke. It was an obvious joke, but it was, it was still, a different thing, dude. It was still it's a different bait. thing. You're it's crazy, still man. Bait. So but here's one hundred percent different. Very though. different. Here's between, clickbait, but it's between different. putting something up that's like clever titles or clever like like getting people to click on your video versus here is something here's so controversy. Real. Yeah. Here, here and, is and my in, counter proposal. He never, he never in any of his. Um, I went back and checked in none of his videos and none of his titles does he actually say someone complained. He says he says stuff like, "Oh, you know, that might have been misconstrued or whatever." He didn't get a fucking single complaint. No way. Stop fucking calling me, you idiots, Brad. Stop calling us. Um, yeah, I would say that uh, it's a good move marketing wise. I would, I would make that move. It's fucking genius. I've Don't get that, me wrong. I've done that move before. It's goddamn genius. However, it's not real. And that's the problem I have. I I, I, I am a reality so person. So you think it's disingenuous? Yes. I 100%. Yes. Have, the whole point of our show is that we are 
I would say raw. Raw, but <laughs> also like it might be we might be wrong. There's no doubt that we're wrong. We're but, wrong. We're wrong. But often. we believe what we say. Well, we're wrong often, and when we're proven wrong, we adjust. Correct. That's not. That's this is the thing. Like I. Okay, so when I first noticed Matt's channel, like he did, we was doing good shit. I'm like, oh shit, he's doing good stuff. He's like teaching people how to play for real. But if you placate the cunts that are like, hey, uh, I'm going to play this fucking grip like this because I want to play the grip like this. Like you're placating cunts. Like you're wasting everybody's time. You're creating false um, what's the word, Ozzy Brad? Uh, you're good with words. I'm really excited. This false expectations of like, hey, uh, this degrace note. Like, Josh, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, was given false information about a about a grip or whatever. And now he plays a whatever the fuck. Like, Still, now he has wrong day. expectations. Like, I have creating- never played bagpipes well. That's not true. You are not very good. Scary. You're you're a very good player. <laughs> you have amazing ability. Just you haven't realized your talent yet but that's not the point like like if he promotes uh, what's the word what, what am I trying to say he promotes falsities here's the difference to me he has he has an so he has an audience where they 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 buy the bullshit and he serves them the bullshit yes guys guys we gotta and, but then he wants to double dip and try and be genuine. And it's like, you can't have both markets, man. You can I, either okay. buy the bullshit I gotta, or you can be genuine. I gotta you step like in the here. sound of your own voice. You like the sound of your own voice and you care too much about what people think. That makes you an Instagram influencer. So you need to fucking decide who your audience is and not try and double dip. I gotta, I gotta step in here because I be think... Be a whore and accept it. I think this. I think this is wrong. <laughs> I would like to hear... Tell me more. It's. I mean, and don't be wrong. Like... <sighs> I, I love beating up on an easy target, but I don't think this is an easy target. Like, no, not at all. I think he that is, he's very fucking smart. No, he knows what he's doing. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think this guy is doing harm. Like that's agreed. He's doing harm he to the pipes. Right place. No, 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 no. He's not doing harm to the pipes. Like I don't think this guy's doing harm. This guy's doing like actual legitimate work. He's he's you know this is his fucking career, right? Like it is now. Like I'm never. I'm never gonna be completely financially disabled by not getting hired for teaching bagpipes, right? Like, that's not a thing. The dude the dude puts out an incredible amount of content, and a lot of it is really, really good. He made one bad apology video. But we also I had a, we also had several episodes where we were too blacked out to finish the fucking thing or hit record. Right. <laughs> but there's a difference, dude. You don't see the difference? We, we pulled that shit because it was embarrassing, it but was it's wrong. in one. It's in one thing, right? Like you're, you're. I think you're looking at this through a very narrow fucking scope. Tell me, we are. Like you, you are like okay. Here's one instance on this, like you know, view driving uh, apology video, mm-hmm. which you know anything with apology on it will views will come up. We know because we're about to do a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're going to do a video where it's like, us at Chanarant, um, if we've offended you in any way, get fucked. And get fucked. Oh, yeah. We're going to be us like shotgunning beers <laughs> and guns. shooting guns. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, like, dude, it's, it's, I would consider this to be a very marginal, like, one per, one to three percent fuck up over the course of, honestly, a large career that I think is 
pretty decent when it comes to YouTube content, man. Like, I've watched a lot of that shit. I think it's fine. Talk about Matt. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, one video doesn't fucking extinguish you from internet life forever. No, I, I agree. agree. And I think that's why I prefaced this whole thing, Josh was saying, that he seems like a great guy and he seems like he does good work. And I like how you've got your PR hat on right now. Josh is very much PR. Shit that we're just well, yeah, because I got it. One, <laughs> I like the videos. And two, I want to have the guy back on. And I don't want to yeah, have totally. I don't wanna have the next fucking seven episodes be a back and forth between us and goddamn Matt Willsbeck. <laughs> totally. but, I, mean, I would just like us to be able to bring him on for normal things. This is the thing. This so, is- I mean, the original point about tall poppy syndrome, though. That is that is what this comes back to for me, is that I listened to Matt's episode and while he had some great things to say, the way that he delivered them and his subsequent treatment of that apology video have made me like, I don't think this guy's genuine. And so I don't respect his opinion because he's not being he's not standing for what he believes in and he's not saying what he believes. Keep in mind, if your livelihood was at stake, how much are you going to stick to your guns? And why would you go on That's a show crazy, that is though. completely against your own audience and then try and backflip like it's and easy, the it's audience easy for all of us. into what you're saying? It's, e- it's easy for all of us, but, like, dude, like, if my, if I... It's not easy for me. My entire livelihood is this nonsense. Yeah, I don't know why you still do this. All right, so getting on to what the topic is, which would be, you know... Clickbaitiness, I suppose, is what we're, we've been uh, vamping about for two hours. I would say I get it. It makes sense to me, the moves. All, all the chess moves make sense. Um, if someone beats you in chess, you don't just necessarily call them a cunt. You just kind of look at their moves and change it. What I will say is, yeah, there's there's points to be made for the fact that I don't know. I don't know if he was disingenuous or not. I don't believe so. I think that uh, he, he can, you know, like, I think that the moves he makes are probably really based on his audience. We don't make those moves because we have the privilege of having an audience that will listen to us no matter what horrible thing we say. That's just based on the so fact that's just based on the fact that our employment is not tied to the podcast you know what i mean so i would say i understand without without condemning or condoning i understand the moves 100 percent. and hey fucking hey dude if they work they work if they don't work they don't work uh you know trying to fucking savage someone just because they got more views i don't get that but that's me there's a difference between savaging someone and calling them out for bullshit, though, Josh. Yeah. But anyway, I, I appreciate your opinion. But there's also, like, you know, I don't know if it was bullshit. I can't, I can't see inside that person's mind. Like, all I can do is make sure that I always say horrible things that come to my mind, which is the basis of this podcast. <laughs> Even if he only got one complaint, why post an entire apology video that would draw more attention to it? Oh, I don't, think, I don't think there was ever a complaint. Not in a million Agreed. years. Yeah, I think it was an incredibly strategic move. But that's okay, man. And I still plan on having him back. Hopefully, if he doesn't listen to this. And um, But yeah, that's my closing thoughts on this very wild episode of the Channel podcast that <laughs> Fusco's going to have to edit. Uh, we are gonna we're gonna stick around and hang out with the chat. And apparently, we're going to fucking call Brad in, preferably on Skype instead of Facebook. That being said, um, at least we followed up the Stewart episode with a horrible episode. <laughs> 
No, no fault to you, Ozzy, and I'm going to go ahead and play us out. <laughs>